Welcome to At The Whiteboard with Ruth and Nicole, the podcast for people who want to crush it at work. Each week, we'll talk about the latest tips, trends, and tricks to help you love your job and to help your boss love you too. It's like having a personal coach whispering advice into your ear, but without the whispering. Okay, let's get into this week's episode. We want you to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast if you're loving it. Here are the steps. Number one, open your podcast app. Number two, search for At The Whiteboard. Three, tap the icon. Four, plus press subscribe so you don't miss any of our amazing episodes. Scroll down and click on Write Review. Give us a star rating and leave a title and a great, fabulous review, and you're done. We may pick some of our favorite reviews and send you a free gift or something. So also leave your Instagram handle in your review. Talk soon. We're recording. We are recording. Hello. Hello, everybody. This is not my wall in my house. No, it's so plain. It is. I wonder if you can figure out how to add on to it, like the little whiteboard logo. I'll try and, and I'll try and add something funny. Yeah. Sometimes have a little thing. Like a little a little cloud over our heads. Like I know. We're both like, like bubbles. what's that what's that character from Charlie Brown that has like pig a little pen. Yeah. We both are a little bit pig penny today. Mm-hmm. It's February. It, well you know what? Not as bad as I was last week. I'm kind of oh shoot, I have no vocabulary. What's the word for apathetic? Mm-mm. Um when it your your laugh at the gloominess instead of really being brought down oh. by you know sarcastic or yeah I don't know that's what I am. It is February. It is sunny. It's yeah, going to be a warm again day. today. I Yesterday only wore a sweater, no coat. I mean, I rarely yeah. wear a coat, anyways. But I didn't have a coat either. I like that. It'll be icky weather again tomorrow and Wednesday. That's okay. The weekend was lovely. Look at this boring chitter chatter. <laughs> <laughs> What's something exciting that happened? We have a new associate. Yes, welcome to the team, Mel Watkins. She was going to be on the podcast with us, but we got into such a fun (laughs) conversation last week. Strategy conversation. um, That we didn't get a chance to Mm -hmm. record, so that's why we're here today. My puppy met her litter mate sister for the first time since we brought our puppies home. So um, one thing that they don't tell you about getting a puppy is... That it's a whole thing. It's a whole... You know how, like, the moms groups that you talk about and follow? Yeah. It's the puppy thing. Yes. And I've met some lovely people (laughs) through dog walking and owning a puppy. And the breeders at uh, Hill Meadow Cobber Dogs can, like, you can can connect with people. And so I met... Well, I had met one woman briefly last summer, but... And she's getting a puppy next week. Um, but I hadn't met this other woman and anyway, so I went up to Newmarket and took my puppy and we had a big play date and compared them and, so fun. and the other woman's puppy is, uh, also a full sibling of our two puppies. Cause it's the same parents, but you know, another a year litter, later, another litter, same parents. It's interesting. It's like, it's like siblings, but not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's strange. Uh, so it was super, super fun and they are so nice. Terry. Yeah. I, we ran into the park and I was like, oh my gosh, your dog looks just like my dog. And then we talked and talked and talked. I remember that. And it turned out they were litter mates. Well, the other thing that was so great is that both of the women, Janine and Joe, um, said that they would babysit my dog if I ever needed to go on vacation. And even as you know, I've been looking for Excellent. Uh, options for doing that. Yeah. And, you know, 
who better to trust than people that also went through the same rigmarole to get a dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, practically. Have, and their police family. So, oh, yes. Anyway, always a good that day. was really fun on the weekend. And it was a nice Very day. Exciting. And it was, there you go. Much better than talking about being gloomy. Yeah. I had, I had a Groundhog Day weekend of Paw Patrol. <laughs> followed by Aladdin. Followed by Lion King. Followed by mm-hmm. Moana. Moana's so good, though. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what did I, I think it's awesome. <laughs> we put on... So I, I'm, I'm often... We have Disney Plus, which is like... All Disney all the time. All parents are just like, what an amazing product. Because you can access any Disney item at any time. Um, and I'm always looking for things... Like the live action versions of things are kind of exciting. Yeah. For Tom and I, because it's just not what we've seen. I mean, I personally watched Aladdin as a youngster until the VHS tape. Um, sorry. Don't even go there because I, I, I can top it. I'm well, yeah, okay. And it, <laughs> I, it wasn't in beta. <laughs> I was practically growing up with Steamboat Willie. <laughs> Anyhow, my VHS tape of Aladdin, I had actually worn to shreds, like it just wow. shattered because I watched it so much. And clearly Lillian has caught that bug from, yes, from me. Um, anyhow, we're trying to watch um, the live action things, but the kids hate them and then always want you to turn them off. But what did I put on the other day? Um, Cheaper by the Dozen, I guess, oh, I is a Disney movie. movie. Yeah. And I was like, this is funny. And our eight-year-old Abby's like, this is scary. And I was like, what? 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 No. She just wanted you to change the channel. Yeah, that's actually exactly what happened, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I got hoodwinked. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I think we didn't change it. We were like, um, no, this isn't scary. We're keeping it on because we were also babysitting um, our niece, May, for a few hours on Sunday. So Hoodwinked. Hoodwinked. All right. What's our topic, three. our actual topic now? Our actual topic? Our, you think the listeners are tired of our, our pathetic pre-podcast drivel it's possible (laughs) (laughs) where we just like talk about like yesterday i baked a lentil soup i made it's not lentil it's potato leek whatever (laughs) yes all right next right next okay so we're on chapter three of digital minimalism digital minimalism with cal newport and the title of chapter three, I had kind of renamed it what I wanted to name Did it. Did you? Sort of. Um, it's called the, actually called The Digital Declutter. Mm-hmm. Starts on page 59. And what did you rename it? Uh, I renamed it, It's a Lifestyle, Not a Diet. Uh-huh. That's very clever. Yeah. Right? And yeah. I think that was really kind of the, the theme. The theme of the day was kind of, you know... And we had talked about this in last week's episode. Um, You kept saying, well, you know, it's not tips. He says it's not tips and tricks, but it is tips and tricks. Um, And so I said, you know, it's tips and tricks versus a lifestyle change. Values-based. Yes. Right? Tips and tricks versus habit. Um, And, you know, remember we had that slide in one of our training courses forever of my dad doing a kick. And I was kind of saying that... You know, karate is not tips and tricks. Like, I'm sure there are um, tips and tricks in order to get your roundhouse kick to hit higher, like lean your hip down and da-da-da-da-da. But none of those come without um, a complete overhaul of your lifestyle in order to practice karate daily and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. 
So I think that was the same kind of Agreed. thing. So my question to you was, how did this chapter now lay with you uh, versus the previous two? Because you, in the last episode, said it was a good read, but you weren't enjoying it or something to that yeah. extent. Do you know what is still bothering me? Tell me. In, in chapter three, that he doesn't have social media. <laughs> and I wouldn't have known it if he didn't bring it up. And I feel like it's, it's he shouldn't have said that. Um Maybe it's hit him before, but it's, it's, he gives this advice. It's like giving an advice on a diet, but he doesn't follow the diet. I don't know. It's weird. But remember what he did do was get like, I think 1600 people to yeah. sign up for this digital declutter mm-hmm. and then use and their he, observations. And he did. it was research based. It's just not personal based. I, I feel like some of the things that he's recommending he doesn't have any experience of how hard it is other than what other people tell him. That's all. Anyway, that's fair. It's just that's an fair. observation. Um, it's just a little, like it's just a little bee in your bonnet. Yes. Uh, so in this chapter, I also think that I, as you mentioned earlier, have done a lot of this already, mm-hmm. but I did a little more based on this chapter. Amazing. And so I literally went through... I did, I wasn't. So let's let's go through. Okay. Let's go through the methodology, and then, I'll and tell then we'll you what talk I did. about what you did. Okay. And I haven't done anything yet, but I was planning on doing it, mm-hmm. and I was actually going to see if our listeners, followers, our peeps, so to speak, peeps. Yeah. Um, would be interested in joining us, joining us on a digital declutter. That'd be interesting. Um. Yes. So. Um, we'll, we'll get to that point very soon. Sarah, I'm talking to you again. I saw what you did today on Instagram. She posted, she's doing a Lenten, uh, Lenten deleting everything for Lent, but that's sort of, well, it's 40 days instead of 30 days. Yeah. (laughs) So Cal recommends a rapid transformation. And if you think about it, I Mm -hmm. thought this is kind of like the, the urgency concept in change management. Yes. Right. Create a sense of urgency. Create a sense of urgency. Create, instead of just thinking about decluttering or, oh, I'll turn the notifications off and I'll do this. There is a, um, like a line drawn in the sand. So from a project management, from a uh, change management perspective, I thought that was, there was value to that rapid transformation that you need this full declutter in order to get started. Mm -hmm. Um, So the three steps are kind of um, to put aside 30 days Mm -hmm. where you completely declutter from those digital items that, you know, in my opinion, his lens is take away the digital things that are causing you um, to lose time. Yeah, I I think he's stronger than that. I think he's saying take away everything that won't cause you to lose your job or yeah, yeah, lose yeah. whatever, like everything. Yeah. Um, I love step two is super important. Rediscover meaningful activities. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like if yep. you don't attempt to fill your time with the new things, it's very easy to slip back into, um, uh, you know, the old habits oh, of yeah. just peeking at your phone when you're bored. Oh, yeah. I can um, tell you about that when we get there. Yeah. Um, and it made me think of, this is also um, a component of addiction. I remember mm-hmm. um, when my mother was going through rehab, 
um, I went to like a, a friends and family thing. And one of the things is that they said you have to kind of literally take your entire daily regimen when you get back home and flip it upside down. And redo it. Like you can no longer wash your face, brush your teeth, and then comb your hair. Right. Um, you have to reorder them, change it up so that you don't slip back into new habits. So I thought that yeah. was really important yes. um, as a component. Like don't just go out and be like, okay, I'm on a digital declutter. And then two days in... Yeah. You're sitting on the subway and you don't have anything to do. I think this is a really good time of year to do that, whether you, you know, believe in Lent and use it for that or it's spring. And it's a lot easier to fill that space with going outside, you know, finding something mm -hmm. to do rather than the deep dark of winter when, you know, there's essentially Netflix in your phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Truly. Truly. Yeah. Um, and then the third step is to reintroduce from a blank slate, mm -hmm. um, which I like, which mm -hmm. I think gives a little bit of flexibility to those people who are like, come on, I think this is a bit much. Right. I don't know. You can reintroduce, but reintroduce from a blank state and know what you want. Yep. Um, so Cal did a challenge and 1,600 people signed up, and I think that's been kind of the basis of his research. Yeah. Um, and that was my question too. Should we do a whiteboard digital declutter? could what if i've already done it okay but but me as a community you're a whiteboard me. community okay. I, i'm hitting ruth yeah. can you hear it um <laughs> <laughs> we as a whiteboard community yes can start let's say march 1st sure we can set it up over the next couple of days it's a great idea um and then have people maybe send us some of their thoughts and, and their experiences. And, yeah, tips to help them keep going and yeah. all that. Yeah, I think it's a good All right, idea. so I'm putting it in my bullet journal. Okay. That March 1st, we're launching the, um, whiteboard, the whiteboard Digital, digital Declutter. For the month of March. Yeah. And I will, I will join in on it too because I've been kind of waiting for the right moment. Okay. Maybe, to be completely honest... Uh-oh. Delaying. Well, the screen is frozen. Huh. It's not an attractive place that it's frozen. No. Well, let's just uh, mm. keep recording and maybe we have no video for this particular right. episode because it looks like my laptop just died. Yeah, it does. Did something. Weird. Just okay. froze. Okay. Yeah, so di whiteboard digital declutter. The whiteboard March digital 1st, declutter. Starting March For the 1st. month of March. So we'll start putting that onto our social media, mm -hmm. and we'll see what happens there. Okay. Um, so he talked about some common mistakes that he experienced um, with his 1,600 people, 1,600 person challenge. Um, and some of the common mistakes were that rules were too vague or too strict, mm -hmm. which totally makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, if you don't actually set strict rules, you're not going to follow them. That was one of the things I really liked about this chapter was the, you know, whether it's removed or there are rules around its use because you can't remove it, but you can set up a rule around it. I like that too. Yeah. Um, other common mistakes were that people had no replacement strategy. Mm -hmm. So if you typically commute, you know, 40 minutes every day and you're, Guilty pleasure yeah. is scrolling the scrolling. gram mm -hmm. for that 40 minutes there and back. What are you going to replace that with? Because it's going to be pretty hard to get through your 
Yep. Commute unless you have something. Mm -hmm. So whether that's going to be bringing a book, doing a podcast instead. For some people, it was cutting out podcasts as well. Oh, yeah. So think about that. Crossword puzzles. Some people considered it a detox. Mm Mm-hmm. And not a lifestyle change. Right. So it's a diet, not a, yep. you know, not a lifestyle. And that, I think, also contributed to people not being successful mm-hmm. um, because they weren't able to change their habits. They just considered I it. I think that's what I did the first days. time around. Like, mm-hmm. I remember it was last August and I took August off from Twitter. Right. And then I just went back on again and it sucked me right back in. So then I did another one. And then when I came back on... I reduced the number of people that I follow, but it still wasn't working. So now it's just gone. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And it was and the I same don't for miss me. it at all. Same for me. I deleted Facebook yeah. for quite some time off my phone, worked really, really well. I noticed changes. And then one day I must have just put it back reinstalled yeah. and it just yeah. slipped right back into the, the scrolling uh, loop. Mm-hmm. Um, So the tips that Cal recommends to maximize success, and I think are amazing, are um, firstly, define the rules. Mm -hmm. So what he wants you to do is take a break from optional technology. Mm -hmm. And so now you need to define what's your operational definition of optional technology. So it's not for work, not for safety or wellness. Yeah. So that was really interesting. I went through my phone and I looked at it only. I didn't I didn't look at TV because I don't really watch it very much. I sometimes do, but not really. Yeah. Um and I didn't look at uh music that I listen to, like Spotify or whatever that's on my phone, and I didn't look at um uh, like navigational technology like ways that what so that was yeah. mine and so I literally went through every app on my phone and <clears throat> was looking at does this suck me in at all um and if it does if it did and I don't need it it's gone so uh for instance snapchat I think I mentioned before is only there because my one niece yeah sometimes sends me something on there. I don't use it. I don't have any followers or yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I left it. Uh, but, and I have Facebook, but only for business. So I deleted it from my phone. Yeah, because you don't really need it on your phone. And when I'm needing to scroll, I will scroll business things. And it's boring. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. I am going to delete probably today LinkedIn. Oh. Now, I know we talked about a new strategy for using LinkedIn, but I'm going to use it on my desktop. And again, it's because I will scroll it mindlessly. I don't even care what I'm reading. Yes. But I I scroll it. So right now, the only thing that is on my phone is Instagram. And I did make that choice um, before, but I did put the rule around it. I... What I haven't been successful yet, so I'm going to start for March maybe. That's okay. But three times a day checking it, and that's okay. it. Okay, perfect. Now, I can't scroll it because i got to tell you, I don't think I follow enough people. It will say you've reached the end, but what I do do is pick it up and look. Oh, shoot, I just looked at it. So I'm really struggling, and I laughed because somebody, one of the people that he talked about in the book said that she knew the weather in 30 cities because all she could scroll was the weather, right. and I was doing that. That's there was funny. nothing to scroll on my phone. 
That's funny. And I had already done Instagram. There was there's nothing else on my phone that's scrollable. So do you think for the 30 days you should also just temporarily delete Instagram for the 30 days? I feel like clutter? I would lose connection with people that I really don't want to. And it, oh, the other one that's on there is Messenger. I don't scroll. Oh, yeah. Um, it's that is um I believe literally it is my neighborhood group and I don't want, I I find that very important and it's usually yeah. safety and a bunch of other things. Um, but Instagram, I feel I would lose important connection with people. So that's why instead of deleting it, I wanted to put the rule around it. There you go. Okay. Yeah. So that's why there is nothing left on here to scroll except Instagram, which doesn't take me very long. Like literally five minutes and I'm done. There you go. It'd be interesting to see if you um, increase your Instagram yeah. use or like yeah. increase who you follow or something. It'll be, it'll be well, interesting to see. Well, that's why, when's the tip where we talk about um, finding something else to do? Is that coming? It's next, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, so basically, Cal's operational definition of technology mm-hmm. was apps, websites, mm-hmm. anything that was accessible through your computer or phone, mm-hmm. games, blogs, news. Um and I was quite upset when even streaming came up. Mm-hmm. You do like and I, that because I do. I do love a. Uh, I do love a good binge watch of something. Now we at home had for, have had have been doing, um, a, a, a minimum of just you're only allowed to watch one episode of something. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to binge watch multiple episodes of any series. Mm-hmm. Um, so that seems to help. Apparently, cable TV is fine. So Pilot oh, Pete is strange. Safe. <laughs> yeah, Pilot Pete. Um, yeah, I don't play games. I don't read other blogs. Um, and I already did what you said. I don't have any news things on except the Apple News, and I scan those titles. So yeah. that helped. And then I rarely watch Netflix, although last night I started a history something but it's table tv's not a problem for me at all yeah and ideally it was anything you would remove it temporarily removing Mm -hmm. it won't harm or disrupt the daily Mm -hmm. operation of your professional or personal life Mm -hmm. and i felt that again for me messenger is some the way i communicate with my family um in two areas and it's basically just like texting for me so i don't not an issue for me um but facebook instagram Instagram, um, I don't have Twitter, I don't have LinkedIn on so, my phone. And a good example of Instagram that I would miss out is I have, um, my nephew, my oldest nephew is not on any social media. His wife is on Instagram. I would not see pictures of their new baby because... It's funny, they use that as an exact example. Mm-hmm. And now, so and if I, I were can't challenge get her to send me texts of that baby. I, I Let me rephrase. I don't want to ask all these other people to send me things individually and start having 80,000 emails come into my inbox when I can manage it in five minutes on Instagram. So yes, I, I could ask them and say, hey, I'm taking 30 days off of Instagram. Can you send me pictures of Jake? Don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to have the inbox. So interestingly, I, if I recall correctly, it was like, but could you replace it with something different so instead could you facetime them once a week and get your and i'm not i'm obviously not pushing you to do this but just as a for anyone else that's out there saying 
you know, giving the, yeah, but what about my nephew pictures? Yeah. Um, Yes. I'm not. Yes, I think so. Pushing, I'm merely positing. Yes, I, I could. No, I couldn't. Not with, not, no. No? That enough said. There you go. No, okay. it wouldn't work. So um, I think depending on who it is and uh, what's going on, it would work for people. It, for the people that I really want to stay in touch with who use Instagram, it wouldn't work. Because hmm. I was thinking too, I, was, I, I also was like, well, that's the only way I kind of see some of my friends from New York and this and that. And then I was like, I started to notice that a lot of them have started using Instagram less and less and less. Mm-hmm. So even the update that you're trying to get, you're not mm-hmm. getting. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, with my friend in New York, we, I used to be able to say like, oh, I saw on Instagram that this happened and this happened and this happened. She doesn't really post that much anymore. Yeah. And so I found that really all we did is now we've switched to like a once or twice a week FaceTime call mm-hmm. and we just catch up over 10 mm-hmm. minutes. It's funny. Um, because I'm thinking as you're talking and, and I guess I could, and yet for me and for, uh, my nephew and his wife, at least trying to connect with them would be harder on FaceTime because they're three hour time difference yeah, yeah. and they're new parents and, and, yeah, and. Yeah, 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 yeah. not to say we couldn't and shouldn't. I also would ask it, it's not. Uh, not chatting with them on FaceTime is not as a result of me not having time to do it because I'm too busy scrolling. There's mm-hmm. lots of time for me to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to do. It's hard for us to line up our times um, because of different lifestyles and time and yeah. all that stuff. That's so interesting. I, 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 the, I 100% was not no, pushing I think you. I was no, just but for it's anyone good out there. Because other people will do the same. Yeah, but. And it's... Yeah. Um, I can see it. I appreciate it. For me, it is less efficient to keep in touch, trying to schedule FaceTimes and talk for an hour each time than to quickly check up on Facebook, stay in touch, and then less frequently catch up on FaceTime. I actually, as I was, one of the biggest kind of realizations was, I was like, ooh, how am I going to know the Mm -hmm. the stuff? And Mm -hmm. I realized of my closest friends... They're not really on there. No one's really mm-hmm. posting that much. Mm-hmm. There's a few here and there. Yeah. But the people who I'm looking for and the people that I'm getting my mm-hmm. slot machine dopamine from mm-hmm. are not my family and friends updates. Right. right. Because uh, my sister and brother-in-law, we will share in a messenger group and that's how we share photos. Okay. Uh, same even idea. with... Yeah. Um, my family, we've created kind of a bigger, so we've got kind of our, um, my brother and sister-in-law and, and Tom and I will share stuff with our family there. And then we've got a bigger one with our parents each on there. Um, and we'll share some pictures and things there. Mm-hmm. And I realize, you know, no one's doing the the big posts on to fail. Like if there's just, I actually find that no one's doing them anymore. Even if I were to say, I want to keep in touch with my sister who's 18. Mm-hmm. She doesn't post on Facebook or on Instagram barely at all yeah. that I can see. Yeah. So it was interesting to me. And I really, by the time I got through this chapter, I was like, I have literally not one excuse that I can. Mm-hmm. 
All the other thing I use Instagram for is the dog group. And that is all on Instagram. And I couldn't ask all those other breeder people to FaceTime me. That's fair. That's fair. But no, and the only other thing is, is probably our work, our work Instagram. But yeah. I think if I just kept our work Instagram account, there wouldn't be enough for me to scroll. I think I should go back through and call our list Who and make follow? sure that I'm not just following personal people because they follow us. Right. So that I'm not getting that. But I also find that sometimes I'm scrolling our Instagram account and I'm like, oh, this is so, and I'm like, oh, it's because it's right. a business account. Right. Um, so I feel like if I only kept the Instagram business account on my phone, that that would be okay. Yeah. And the only reason I'd like to keep it on my phone is because I take a picture, post it's it. It's easier. It's just faster. Yep. Anyhow, whoo, we got on a big thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So temporary removal won't mm-hmm. harm or disrupt the daily operation of your professional life. Yep. Don't confuse convenient with critical. And that's where they said like, oh, I really he need to keep. He doesn't like my convenience argument. He doesn't like your convenience argument. Right. Um, but maybe again, if you decide to keep a technology, then what are the operating procedures that you have for it? Right. So for me with Instagram, I don't think it would be good enough for me to say, I only checked it three times a day. Yeah. I would have to have much stronger rules for me. Really? Like I would have to set a timer and say, every time I use Instagram, I only use it for 15 minutes. Okay. Well, or something like that for me. For not for your work Instagram, but for not, your if I were to keep my personal Instagram, but I, based on the rules that Cal's has put out, I cannot, I cannot maintain a compelling um, okay. argument for me to keep Instagram or Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean it's kind of interesting when you look. I'm deleting LinkedIn as well as we. She's speak. deleting look it right that. now, and I just deleted CNN and CBC. <laughs> So there you go. My entertainment is Spotify. There's a couple games that I haven't played. Watch this. She's deleting games as we speak. I am. If only this Sudoku, were recording, which it's not. Which is a stupid Sudoku. And they're all free games. There we go. Done. Um, music, movies to buy tickets. That's about it. I got yeah. nothing. These yep, are all shopping, travel, photography. Where's my Instagram? Well, even I, when I went, I, sometimes I finish scrolling Facebook and Instagram or I get bored. And, start and I start over again. I look and I'm like, what else can I? And I'm like, those are the only two things that are. So that's what I wanted to tell you because now that the only scrolling thing I have on here is Instagram, I was looking for things to scroll and started scrolling the weather just like that person did. And I went, oh, oh my honey. goodness. So operating procedures for how and when you mm-hmm. use a technology. So let's say. Um, you could turn special alerts on. So if Facebook or whatever is a way that you only communicate with one particular person and it's urgent, could you set special alerts just for that one person? Yep. People said that they, um, (laughs) if they were having an issue with podcasts, would they do them just on the commute? And that's the only time, Mm -hmm. um, using the internet only for email or Amazon purchases for the home Mm -hmm. and otherwise not using it. I thought that was funny. Amazon purchases. I thought I have scrolled Amazon many times. Interesting. Do I need this olive pitter? Precisely. That's an interesting (laughs) one. And Amazon's got a bit of a social media e thing. Now they've got like videos of people influencing items and stuff. That's funny. Um, And then for streaming, one of the, some of the rules that someone set up was, I don't want to, um, I don't want to um, take myself out of social situations because of my digital declutter or make it uncomfortable for myself or for others. So if other people are streaming or watching something, I can do it socially with them. With them. Yep. 
um, or limit the number of episodes of any series. So what you should come out with of step one, which is define the rules of your digital declutter, is a list of your banned technology. Yes. So when we start on March 1st, we'll share our list of banned technologies. Okay. Uh, relevant uh, standard operating procedures. So what are your protocols or rules around that? For those that? things that you haven't banned, Yeah, you would need those. And a third one, which I also love, something we always talk about is post it where you can see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it's a post-it note or something, think about the places that you tend to scroll. Maybe it's um, right on the back of your phone. Yeah, or maybe if, if you're like me and if I am. So... Part of it is the way my house is set up. My um, housemate loves to watch endless things because it's the way she de-stresses from work. So it would be the news over and over again, or it would be something mindless. And I sit there because I'm either reading or doing something. And what I often do, that's where I scroll because I'm not interested in what's on TV. Yeah. But I want to sit there because it's in a comfortable room. So yeah. I scroll. So what I need, what I would need to do is post it next to the TV. Ruth, put your phone down, pick up your book or your crossword your puzzle or, your crossword. or whatever. There you go. I love it. Um, so that's your first step is come up with your list, standard operating procedures, post it where you can see it. Yep. Step two is the 30-day break. Yep. Um, it will likely feel unpleasant. unpleasant. You'll sp- start noticing uncomfortable time, <laughs> places where you feel uncomfortable. Over time, it should become easier. Um, two weeks after two weeks, they say the interest should start Isn't that to any wane. habit when you try to yeah. break any habit? Yeah. It's about two weeks. I know that um, going, uh, when I've had to give up sugar entirely, two weeks is about the mark where you, the first two weeks is very uncomfortable. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, okay, I'm fine. Yeah, I can survive. Mm-hmm. Um, so what his argument is, is without the detox, the addictive pull will bias your decisions. Uh, so I think it's where you'll start to, the addic- addictive pull will start to make you have excuses for why you need to check or why you need mm-hmm. to look or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's why he really suggests as broad of a full detox as you can just for those 30 days and then go in and re-add the ones that you decide that you want to intentionally use. Right. Um. And you must have the time to rediscover those alternative habits. I wonder what would have happened if last August, when I did my first break from Twitter, if I had used this approach. What would have happened? Because I think I would have not added Twitter back. Interesting. Right away. It would have been the 30-day the declutter. And at the end of it, I think I would have said, no, I don't need it. Why am I putting it back? Yeah. But because I saw it as a break... Yeah, or maybe had you replaced it with something specific, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like um, that might be an even, like, level up on this, Mm -hmm. is not just to say, like, I need to find multiple activities that I can do instead of scrolling. Right. But, like, one specific one. Mm. Like, I want to reread all of the Harry Potters. I have been thinking about doing that. Right? Or something like that. (laughs) Or, you know, Mm -hmm. I am committed to business reading. Or Mm -hmm. I really love crossword puzzles and I really got out of the habit of doing them. I used to do them all the time. I'm going to get myself a book or maybe it's an app to do them, whatever that might be. And I'm going to do crossword puzzles. But having one distinct focus might help rather than just saying, I'm going to come up with a bunch of things that I'm going to do instead. Honestly, this morning... (laughs) So my routine was, 
um, get up with the puppy, take her outside, and for about half an hour to an hour, depending on what I've got going on that, that day, put on the news and scroll my phone because I don't want to hear all the news. So this morning, sat down and I picked up my phone and I went, I went, I already looked at Instagram and I put it back down again. And then five minutes later, my phone was in my hand again. And then I put it back down again. And it was like, like you say, changing the regime mm-hmm. or the routine in the morning. And uh, actually, this was a couple days ago. This morning, what I did, I didn't even sit down in front of the news. So when I got up, I put my phone on the table, took the dog out and started doing something else. So it was, yes, I like that kind of waking up time in the morning with the news on, but I put the radio on and then I did something else. So I wasn't constantly trying to pick up my phone. Amazing. Amazing. It was very strange to not have, you know, I don't want to do a crossword puzzle at six o'clock in the morning. So one of the things that Cal and his group of 1600 people said, if you reduce, but you don't have a well-developed leisure life, you're Uh, less likely to succeed. mm -hmm. And so some of the new habits that people in his group that were successful was reading, um, organizing. I love doing decluttering, that. seeing friends. That one doesn't work for me because most of the time when I'm scrolling, I wouldn't see friends during that time. So I'm not saving time and seeing them unless maybe I was to call some friends elsewhere and oops and have a chat with them and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Face to face family time. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could be using. One of the things that I've always found a real burden is planning, Mm. like trying to get together with people and set up a time and da-da-da. So maybe instead of spending my time scrolling Instagram and then feeling like planning something is too overwhelming, I could actually spend the time texting and being like, hey, when can we get together and see each other face-to-face? Right. Um, A new home search, painting, art, journaling, uh, listening to records, Mm -hmm. start a blog... I didn't like this one because it seemed like starting a new slot machine. It is because of all the likes that you get. I right? Think. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I didn't like that one. Sorry, Cal. Um, family time, be with them, not near them. The other day, I literally, uh, my eight-year-old um, stepdaughter has a phone um, and Lillian has a little like Amazon iPad and I looked down the like couch and it was like you all, all four of us oh. were on our phone and I was like, yuck. I know people that have baskets at the front door and all the equipment goes in the basket when they come in the house, even for teenagers. Amazing. I don't know how well that works, but... Have intentional interactions. Play the piano. Mm -hmm. I have a piano sitting in my basement that I never play. Maybe when I'm feeling angsty or whatever, just... Go play. Play a little ditty. (laughs) A little ditty too. A little ditty. Learn to sew, knit. Visit Michael's. I love Michael's. I love Michael's too. I could spend a lot. Michael's and Shopper's. I love drugstores. Yeah. And home <clears throat> Same, same. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the, the word, I love this line, aggressively seek analog high quality activities. Mm-hmm. So this isn't just like, okay, what will I do instead? It's aggressively this is, seek them out. Aggressively seek out what you're going to do instead. Yeah. And in my opinion, that can't just be like, because like you said, oh, well, I used to scroll the first 10 minutes that I wake up. Yeah. And that's my that's my wake up time. Mm-hmm. Well, no. Agreed. Right. And now I need to find something else. What the heck am I going to do with that first 10 minutes? I'm obviously not going to like call my friends from bed. Right. Right. 
what I, you know, what, what happens to me sometimes. I have all the best intentions of going downstairs and having a quick workout. Um, elliptical, elliptical workout. And I spend 20 minutes during my morning scroll. And then Lillian wakes up and I, I don't make it down there. So yep. I it feel could like... be go for a walk. It could be sit down and, and plan your day in your bullet journal. I mean, wouldn't Ooh. that be a nice use of 10 minutes or 15 minutes instead of scrolling? It could be making a quick batch of muffins. It could be so many little things. Yeah. Giving the bathroom making a quick clean. Almond meal crackers and homemade protein yeah. bars and homemade hummus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything. I love that. Aggressively seek it. Technology is to become a supporting role, mm-hmm. not a primary role, which I really loved. Mm-hmm. And lastly, step three is reintroduce. And the key here is not to reintroduce all of the technology back. Mm-hmm. Only let in those that meet your minimalist standards. And so like I was thinking of like, you don't Marie Kondo your entire house. Right. And then buy 70 pairs of shoes to yeah. reclutter it. Right. Right. If you think about it, naturally speaking, when you declutter your house, you spend a pretty good amount of time very actively looking at individual things and being like, does this chotch? Don't really need this. Don't really need yeah. this. Um, does it directly support something I value? Is this the best way to provide that yeah. value? And that's where I, if I could have put the lens of, well, I need Instagram to stay in touch. Didn't work. It's not it the didn't best work. way. It didn't work because it's mm-hmm. not the best way. Mm-hmm. I could call. I could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, if a tool passes the test, mm-hmm. then how will you use it to maximize value and minimize harms? So the screen, the technology screen must be something like the technology must serve something you deeply value. Right. Is it the best way to get the value? And do you have a standard operating procedure for using it? Mm-hmm. So again, if we were to say, what might have you done differently with your previous Twitter breaks? Mm-hmm. I think when you reintroduced it, yeah, you didn't... It didn't meet those. It didn't meet these criteria. And let's say even it met the first two. Well, it met the need of, I like to stay in touch with current events. Sure. So there, that's and good. It, and Twitter is a great way to get that. Sure. But you didn't have a standard operating procedure, so you had no rules around no. it when you reintroduced and, it. And, and so I don't therefore... think it is the best way. I think there's other ways that, because the result for me that made me really want to get rid of it, not even just the amount of, incredible amount of time I was wasting on it, but the way it made me feel, it actually triggered anxiety for me. So it is not the best way for me to stay on top of current events yep. at all. 100%. 100%. 100%. So in summary, this detox allows you to intentionally rebuild Mm -hmm. and allows you to find new habits. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was funny. One of the things um, I thought of today, so I took uh, my dog out for a walk before coming here. And we went for about an hour. But because I hurt my back on the weekend, I needed to sit down at one point. And I had taken some, some pictures of Daisy while we were, she was posing. I don't know. She really wanted me to take a picture. And I thought, oh, I'll sit here on this bench with her and post them to Instagram. And then I, she jumped up next to me on the bench and I was looking around the park and I thought, no, 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 just be present. And I thought of the book mm. and yes, I could have posted the picture. I still haven't done it yet, but it was a beautiful morning and it was in a beautiful park and Daisy was focused on this and that and people were walking by smiling. So I just sat there with her for 10 minutes or so just being present 
And it's such, I hate the phrase, be present. I hate it. I know. I'm saying it. I said it. I I hate it. it. (laughs) I'm being present. But it's true. If you're looking around and just sort of um, breathing in and looking at the things around you, one of the things when you have anxiety, um, movement and exercise are very important for that. And for me, going for a walk is... And one of the important things is when you're feeling very gloomy or jittery from anxiety is to just look and go, ooh, look at the blue sky. Ooh, look at that cardinal or ooh, look at whatever. And suddenly things look clear, like just thing physically look clearer. And that ability to not whip out your phone, instead, and I'm anxious, so I want to distract myself and look at Twitter. Mm-hmm. Instead, I'm anxious, so I want to go outside and I'm going to look and look and see what's around me. So that happened this morning as a result of reading this. So as much as, again, do I choose this to read? Maybe not, but I'm getting some very good lessons from it. I love it. And I've already changed my phone a lot. Yeah. All but one. I will do the same on uh, March 1st. Yeah. Um, And my final thought, and this is, I'm going to literally quote from my notes, OMG, there is so much left. What else is there? And that's, I was like, what else is in this book? There's so much left in this book. I know. I don't understand now. Like wh- We're done. I think the next section, though, he talks about it being, um, it's part two. What did I see at the beginning? Uh, practices. So this next one is um, just practicing it and what you can do. So I think it'll be like the chapter four is called Spend Time Alone. Um, and these are going to be things probably supported by digital minimalization, that if you can spend time alone you're more likely to be able to, um, you're sorry, you, if you're not good at spending time alone, you may be more likely to um, pull out your phone. And then chapter five is called Don't Click Like. So, because you're probably promoting it. So I think the other chapters will be things that either support or detract detract from. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's that. That's that. So So everybody start thinking March 1st. Uh, what you should have on March 1st is your list of forbidden technology mm-hmm. and your operational definitions around them yeah. and option optional activities yeah. that you have aggressively sought out. Right? Exactly. For March 1st. Exactly. All righty. See Thank you next you. time. Bye. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, you can find us on all the usual social media. Our website is whiteboardconsulting.ca. And this podcast will be available visually on YouTube by searching Whiteboard Consulting Group, Inc. Or if you want to read our blog that summarizes it, you can check out At The Whiteboard, a publication on medium.com. Finally, if you have any questions or suggestions, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at info at whiteboardconsulting.ca. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.